0: morning, what's your name? My name is Sandra and this is my girlfriend, Jennifer. How oh, Sandy? I'm very well, thank you.
1: Uh, tell me your story, your burlies. Are you from here or?
0: No, just up the road, Mermaid Waters. I uh, lived here just over 30 years, born and bred in Sydney. But, uh, moved up to here and why wouldn't you?
1: <laughs> this, as I said, this should be on the channel this morning. <laughs> You'd see lovely faces if there's anybody, director of television, listening. You should see the lovely faces here and the, the lovely vista we've had all morning. Um, lots of Sydney people here, lots of people from south.
0: Lots of everyone here, mm. yes. Yeah, we need to uh, close the gates, but hey, we're happy to share, really.
1: <laughs> so why did you come here?
0: Well, my girlfriend Jennifer introduced me to your show many years ago she's been watching it forever listening and we used to go away together on weekends as a few of us yeah. and every sunday morning what are you doing jennifer oh, i'm listening to Macca. so anyhow well, i started listening and yeah Converted yeah them. fabulous love the stories we're just about to head off hubby and i we've just retired and we're just about to head off and see this beautiful country of ours mm. and all the stories over the years that have come across your program mm. I just it's lovely. it's lovely. It's the
1: voices mate. I'll tell you what it is. Yeah. And look at this lovely little gathering here this morning.
0: Yeah, it's lovely. So we met for coffee the other morning and we said, oh, we have going to get to Burley to uh, to be part of this. So, yep, yeah, got up this morning early like everyone else here. How wonderful. And yeah, just look at this paradise. What's your name? Trudy.
1: How are you, Trudy?
0: I'm great. Why wouldn't you be great on a morning like this, Macca?
1: Tell me uh, what uh, brings you to Burley. Oh,
0: I do this. I ride my bike. I live at Miami. Been hanging out here on the Gold Coast for probably 21 years. Love it.
1: And so do you ride along the... Yeah. What is it, what's yeah, it called, buddy. the boulevard or something? Oh,
0: the Esplanade. Yeah, Esplanade. Yeah, we all come out here and do coffee over at Nook. Mm. I've seen you've been there already. But we love it. We love it.
1: It's, it's just... it's As I said before, it's like being on holidays, really, isn't it? I mean, it seems to be like... We're all here and we're all on holidays when people are working, but it just seems like it.
0: I know. We're really lucky, you know. As someone said earlier, shut the gates. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm in Burley Heads this morning. We're doing our little outside broadcast here. We've got a, quite a crowd here now, over 50 people. <laughs> no, there's a couple of hundred, I reckon, here now. Sitting next to me here this morning, ladies and gentlemen, is a bloke called Dave, Dave Alley. I met Dave... Back in about 2017, 18, was it nineteen? Fifteen. Fifteen, Macca, yeah. Two thousand and fifteen, and David uh, just run or
2: first I read met you before and after, didn't I? He'd run around Australia. Tell me what you, what you were doing. Yeah, so the the first trip, macker was uh, a cycle around Australia, attempt at the fastest cycle around Australia, and that was in twenty eleven, and then uh, in twenty fifteen, backed it up and, and ran around Australia.
1: And you had, to, you, d- you had to
2: do something like 75 k's a, uh, a day? Yeah, so back then, uh, Pat Farmer had the record for, uh, in 1999. So it had been held for some uh, 16 years back then. And uh, yes, the challenge at the time was to run more than 74 kilometres a day each and every day, and I was lucky enough to, to pull that off and, and run 80 a day. And how, how, how long did that take you? Uh, 174 days to get around the country. Uh.
1: 174 days running 80 k's a day. My God. And, and you, you broke the record. And, and you, in some ways you broke your spirit, didn't you? I mean, that was a tough gig, I'd say. And your poor feet. I always think about
2: it. We, we take our feet for granted, don't we? We're, we're on them all the time. But you were really giving them a hammering Yes, it was, a, it was a tough one, the run, very tough on the body, especially backing up after the cycle as well too. So to do that, it was, um, it was a tough time with the body, that's for sure. So that was, uh, what, six years ago? Yes, yeah, so the cycle was 2011, the run was 2015, and uh, I thought I was happily retired.
1: So your next plan is uh, later this year. Tell us what you're doing.
2: Yes, so uh, getting out there amongst it again and I've got the uh, bitten by the bug of adventure and and, uh, on the 1st of November I'm setting off to have a uh, go at the record to kayak the Murray River, Australia's longest river.
1: Which starts where?
2: Uh, So the start for me will be at a place called Brighambrong Bridge and I'll be heading there. It's about 200 kilometres from the base of Mount Kosciuszko and heading all the way through to Goolwa in South Australia is the finish line. And what's the record at the moment? The record at the moment, 16 days, 6 hours and 58 minutes, so that equates to approximately 145 kilometres a day of kayaking. Wow. And uh, Why, Dave? Why? <laughs> That's a very good question. Uh, my wife asks me that every day. Look, uh, I think for me, it's, uh, we're not here for a long time, and I think uh, I've got a lot of places to see and a lot of things to do, and I encourage everyone to do that, is to... To get out there and and uh, let's make the most of our time while we're here.
1: So, first of all, tell me about the kayak. Is this a, this a special kayak or what's the deal?
2: It is. So, what I wanted to do is compare apples with apples. So, the the, the record holder, a, a guy called David Armitage, went in a in a TK1. So, it's a it's a narrow kayak, quite narrow and six meters long. So, the good and bad with that is it, it's quite unstable. Um, but fast as well. So um, I've had the the kayak um, specifically made for this trip. Uh, And that's, it's ready to go and hot to trot or? It is, it's ready to go. Uh, I don't know about the operator, (laughs) but the kayak is ready to go. So now it's um, just a matter of fine tuning our testing and so much logistics uh, as part of the team as well that that go to to making these things happen. It's a a huge undertaking, a huge adventure, but... uh, I feel as though I'm ready and I'm looking forward to it.
1: Often when people ring me and they're doing stuff, they're doing it for mental health or whatever. You're just doing it because it's there and because it's a good idea and you like to break records and it's a challenge and all those sort of things, I suppose.
2: Yeah. So the first, uh, the cycle in twenty eleven, we raised money for the Royal Flying Doctor Service, um, just over thirty um, thousand dollars. Twenty fifteen, the run, we raised over hundred thousand dollars for the White Cloud Foundation, um, which looks after depression and anxiety. And this time, we thought, you know, we just want to go out there and send that message to people to get out there and enjoy life and, and take on challenges and and leave their comfort zone behind. So this time, that's that's the message that we're trying to send as a team is to get out there and. And let's do it yeah let's get out there and do 140 k's a day in the in you know.
1: <laughs> dave really you're a fit boy so how are you training for this i mean kayaking all day i suppose there's
2: a lot of time out on the river uh, so i'm based down in pottsville in northern new south wales so i'm spending a lot of time uh, on the tweed river um, we've done a trial on the clarence river down near grafton um, beautiful place. So it's a lot of time out on the river in the kayak. It's a lot of time in the gym. It's doing some cross-training as well, some running. But it's, um, yeah, big week, sort of 30-plus hours a week in training. So
1: what do you do about the locks and the weirs? You hop out and run and with your kayak on your head
2: or something and jump in the, around the other side? Yeah, it's one of the real challenges logistically is the locks and weirs. So some of them I'll travel through. It's about a 20-30-minute to 30 minute process to get through one. Um, but others I will, just as you said, is, is to get out, carry the kayak around, jump back in and go. But I'll have a support tinny with me as well too. So there's the logistics of getting the support boat out as quickly as we can and getting around those locks and weirs and, and getting it back in at the first possible place because the, the tinny's my pack horse. It's carrying my, my food, my drink um, and all my supplies. So yes, logistically, it's, um, I can gain or lose a lot of time in those places. When you ran around Australia, 70 k's a day for all those days,
1: as I said, you were giving your legs, and particularly your feet, a pounding. Um, kayaking, it's your upper body and your shoulders, I suppose. That's what you you look, you're pretty, and you were, you were in the police force, weren't you, at one time?
2: That's right, yeah, I had 20 years in the police, both in New South Wales and Queensland, and now I'm running my own personal training business. Um, but yes, you, you're right. This time, the, the legs are appreciating the break and, uh, but the shoulders are not so much. So, Bringin Brong Creek is where you start? Bringin brong Bridge, sorry? The bridge there, Bringin Brong, yes. Yeah. So that's the first place available. Anything further and closer to Mount Kosciuszko, there's a lot of rapids and rocks, and uh, I'd be in and out a lot, and I'd have to use a different boat. So, that's the official start point that, that is set for the record. And then, yeah, it, it'll um, hopefully spit me out in the ocean at, at down in South Australia at Goolwa, 16 days or earlier.
1: Wow, and uh, well, good luck to you, Davey. Um, I reckon I, I, yeah, you'll do it. But um, like when you started running, and after the first week or two, all sorts of things started happening that you didn't realise were, were going to happen to you. And that's probably the same with you when you with you doing this.
2: Yeah, that's correct, Macca. We can we can plan and cross uh, cross all our t's and dot all our i's, but inevitably on these adventures. Uh, things crop up that we haven't been prepared for. So it's a manager adapting and overcoming those challenges and and getting on with the job and getting it done however we can. Dave Alley, ladies and gentlemen. Dave, good luck. uh, can Can you ring us one morning from a kayak or something or are you too busy? Too busy. How many hours a day will you have to paddle? Uh, looking at about 17 hours a day, uh, each and every day. Um, but look, Macro, I've always got time for a call with you, so, yeah. Of course. that'll give you, Yeah, and you've got to
1: eat and all those sort of things. Um, Dave, good luck to you, mate. It's great to talk to Great to see you again. And, uh, yeah, good luck. Keep in touch with us. And uh, we're all, uh, yeah, you, you're doing all the things. I'm just look, sitting here. We're at uh, Burley this morning, ladies. And I see Australia walking past on this esplanade. It's just... Stacks of people just walking past. And I want to talk to all of them as I see them going past because they've all got a little yarn to tell us. But, um, yeah, good luck, mate. And, uh, yeah, well done. Uh, Thanks for coming down from Pottsville.
2: Thanks very much, Maka. Thank you.
1: Uh, I was going to go over there. Thanks, Dave. Dave Alley, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I was going to talk to some of these people going past. But I'll talk to... Your name is...
3: My name's Terry Hannigan.
1: Ah, Terry, do I know you?
3: Oh, I don't think so. Not until now. No, not until What's your story, Tenny? Terry? I'm uh, a 20-year resident of the Gold Coast. I'm just ha- having an album of original songs released.
1: You've done some stuff before, haven't you? I've, I've, I've seen something of yours. Did you 15 million Australians can't be wrong or something? I I, yeah,
3: yeah. I, uh, here's my, the album. So far, so good. And you live up here, Terry? Sure. My wife and my two kids and I moved up here 20 years ago after spending uh, 2,000 out of Sydney for the Olympics. My kids were too little to watch people running around a track. And I figured it would be nice to have a bit of a holiday on the Gold Coast. And we were so attracted not just by the weather, but by the quality of the schools up here. A lot of people don't know how good the secondary schools are. Outstanding. My kids are both... uh, Graduated from university here. My boy's got a degree in political science. My daughter's just graduating in broadcast journalism. Uh, And it's just, it's been a really sick, I wouldn't live anywhere else. It's a wonderful place to live.
1: Isn't that great to hear these lovely stories? Uh, It's like people say, God's own country when you go to wherever. Terry? But, Terry, I, 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 as soon as you said Terry and I've seen songs, I, in fact, I've played one or two of your songs over the years. Was it called 15 Million Australians Can't Be Wrong or something? Or? Right. 15 Million People Can't Be Wrong, yeah, that's right. Um, there's a bloke over here who, who sent me a, um, a little a drawing, a painting of his. Your name is?
4: No, Tony the Sign Writer Who Can't Spell.
1: Tony the Sign Writer Who Can't Spell. It's always great when you've done a sign and... So it's like Nuriutpa, you know, in South Australia, and everybody calls it Tar, and which causes, <laughs> causes great consternation. T- it's Terry, isn't it? Tony. Tony, sorry. Tony, Terry. You're, right. um, you're up here. You live up here?
4: Or? Uh, down at Tweed. I've just been for a jog up the headland and back. I normally do that on a Sunday oh. morning. Jog in your wheelchair? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With the missus pushes me. Yeah. <laughs> um, beautiful spot of the world. Um, Lucky that the parrots haven't arrived yet. But, um,
1: well, they've been and gone. They've they've been gone. They were here early. Uh, earlier, yeah, yeah. Um, are you still sign writing?
4: Yeah, yeah, I've still got my good hand. Uh, this one's a bit wobbly, but um, I'll sign for the stroke of bad luck. <clears throat> but um, still paying signs, still spelling them wrong, doing a bit of arty party stuff. Uh, that picture I sent you, there's a white pointer in it. Did you find it? I can't remember. Um, it's, I've got him on my wall at work. It's not in the water. That's a hint I'll give you. It's, it's, you've really got to look for it, but it's about a 10-footer.
1: It's a lovely, it's a lovely um, painting. Well, I'd love to be able to paint. But um, is there a great call for sign? I would have thought it's all plastic and uh, computer-generated now.
4: It is, and it's really good for me because you can see them peeling off all around the country, whereas my signs will last 20, 25 years and those things last about five years, so it's kind of good for me in a way.
1: We've lost, you know, what's that song by Judy Collins? Some um, Both sides now, which says um, there's something lost and something gained in living every day. When I was a kid, you'd see the baker's cart and the milkman's cart and had all that lovely sign writing on all over those, a bit like the Queen's carriage, Mr... Um, But beautiful, beautiful sign writing done
4: with the... I was looking at your shirts yeah, they, um, they look nice. Oh,
1: the t shirts, they're lovely, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. who design those? Um, Michael. Michael, Michael up at, um, he's up, where, up around here. Everybody seems to live up here. Uh, Tony? <laughs> when are you coming to the 20s again? <laughs> to where? Twin towns. Oh, Twin towns. What do you call it? 20s. 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 Oh, I don't know. Well, I think we're persona non grata at 20s, but anyway, um, thank you. Um, I can to talk to people all morning. What's your name?
5: Hi, I'm Alice. Alice,
1: tell me your story, Alice.
5: Well, <clears throat> I met you back in the early '90s at Floriad. You were down in Canberra, and you put the question out to the crowd: What is the what is the um, plural of platypus? Yeah. Put my hand up, and like, it's platypi, and I don't think it's even right because I googled it, and it's it actually platypus. platypuses. Yeah,
1: it's platypus actually. Yeah, Several platypuses. Platypus. Yeah.
5: Anyway, you gave me a, a daffodil for, um, for my efforts. So um, my parents are up here from Mollymook and they said to me, Mac is going to be at Burley on Sunday. So we've had it in our calendar.
1: So where do you live? You live in Canberra? Burley. Burley? Yeah. But you were in Canberra, were you or no?
5: Yeah, I grew up in Canberra. Yeah, grew up in Canberra and then moved to London and Melbourne and now up here. And doing what? Uh, at the moment, mum, full-time mum. Yeah, so I've just been travelling in my 20s and then moved up here, um, following my brothers almost. They both live up here and, yeah, it's been a a great journey and I love Burley and... um, Oh, my God, I'm super nervous, so nervous to talk to you.
1: Don't be nervous. There's no need to be. We're just on our own. Um,
5: (laughs) I know, no one's listening. Mum and Dad are actually... So what I was going to say is that Mum and Dad, unfortunately, are sick in bed and they couldn't make it. So Mum and Dad, I love you. And I'm here on the, on behalf of you as well.
1: And she's very nervous. Your name again? Alice. Alice. Oh, nice oh, no, to meet you. Super nervous. No- <laughs> nice to meet you, Alice. <laughs> or- no, I a bit. I'll just keep talking to people. I think because there's so many people who have arrived here. I'm going to go right up the back, Pete, because in the cheap seats, right up the back here,
6: um, there's not that many.
1: <laughs> What's your name?
6: Barry. What's your story, Barry? Oh, my story is I'm from Tasmania. I'm up here holidaying. Mm. Uh, we only arrived a couple of days ago, and uh, we come up here for our annual holiday every year. Every year? Every year. What did you do, or what do you do? Oh, I've done quite a few different things over the years, but um, uh, the last 30-odd years I've been a cleaner and still doing a little bit.
1: Yeah, we all need that, don't we, eh? Yeah, we do, for
6: sure. Yeah.
1: Everybody's, nobody's more important than anybody else, that's what I say in life. Um, So, uh, how long do you spend up here?
6: Uh, Seven weeks.
1: Wow. Quite a good break. Especially, it gets cold in Tassie in winter, doesn't it?
6: Yeah, although people are a bit uh, misconstrued about that because um, really it's no colder than, say, Melbourne, Canberra in the winter. It's freezing. Well, yeah, it's quite a lot
7: colder than here, that's for sure.
1: Your name again? is Barry. Barry, good on you, Baz. Yep. Nice to talk to you. Your name? Oh, Julia. Julia. <laughs> Do you want me to come back to you, Julia?
2: No, thanks.
1: I'll <laughs> come right. okay, the back. Julia's shocked, absolutely shocked. Sorry, girls. What's your name? Yvonne. Mm -hmm. Tell me your story, Yvonne.
0: I'm a retired special ed teacher. Mm -hmm. And um, we moved to
8: the Gold Coast from Sydney because we couldn't afford housing. it has been lovely. How long ago? How long? 30 years.
1: 30 years. Mm -hmm. And a bloke down there said education on the coast is better than anywhere else.
9: Is that right?
8: Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. That's true. Mm -hmm. It's terrific. All
9: our kids have done well. All the kids have done really well.
1: So where are you from originally? Lismore? Lismore. Bowerville. Bowerville. So you just moved to the coast, really?
8: <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, no. We went to Sydney first. All
9: oh, right. Because there's no work when you leave school in the country back in those days. Yeah. So you have to go to Sydney for work if you live <laughs> around there. But in the long run, I came here as a 13-year-old and stayed at the Burley Heads Caravan Park. Came back when I was 41. <laughs> Uh, Mike's in Headland, Port
1: Headland. Good morning,
10: Mike.
1: Yeah, good day, Macca. How you going? Yeah, good mate. Great,
9: yeah,
10: lovely morning. Lovely morning here. Uh the south easter's just about to pop up. And uh not a cloud in the sky, Macker
1: Uh so the further north in Australia you go, the stronger the winds get, especially in winter don't they? Start to like
10: Yeah, the... yeah, you get that uh, prevalent southerly, south easterly. Yeah. Good for good for the surfers it's a bit further down the coast, but up here it's beautiful and clean. I wanted to
1: do a um, an OB an outside broadcast in Headland. I don't know if we'd get as many people as we've got here, but it'd be nice. Uh, uh, I love Headland, lovely colours. I'm sure and... you'd have it. Sure you'd have a good turnout, mate. What are you What are you up to, Mike? What's
10: happening in Headland? Oh, I'm just about to go for my Sunday morning uh, dip in at Pretty Pool. And then get the day started. At where? Oh, there's a the little creek outlet called Pretty Pool in, uh-huh. uh, in Headland. Yeah, it's a great little swimming spot. Uh-huh. And
1: that's what, uh, that's what you do?
10: Well, that's what I'm going to do this morning. Mm. Back to work tomorrow. And what do you do? So, um, I work for the ship management company that uh, do the ship handling in and out of the port. Um, well, tell tell us about that. What sort of a gig's that? Oh no, there it's a it's a it's a busy port. There's a, a lot of movements day and night, and uh, it's always pretty busy. It's something going on.
1: Yeah, and, and where, where's home, Mark? Are You live in Headland, or I,
10: I do now, Mikey. I've been overseas for quite a few years in the oil and gas industry, and, and then um, got. Got a good job offer back here, so and back to Australia.
1: And is the oil and gas industry booming, or do we, you know, read about oh. the end of the end of the world?
10: Oh, it's coming back up now. We went through a went through, went through a slump, and uh, now it's on its way back up. So, what you hear is not always the the truth. Oh, that I can't yeah. believe that, Mike. I can't. <laughs> I can't believe
1: that. <laughs> what? Don't believe, you're saying don't going... believe all you read or what you hear? I can't believe that. Yeah. People here are
10: scoffing at you. I mean, Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure they are. <laughs> but by the way, uh, in 1977, a local surfer, uh, Michael Peterson, won the Stubbies contest at Burley Heads there. So, uh... When you
1: say a local surfer, is he from a local surfer from here, not from Headland? No.
10: No, not from <laughs> Headland. No, he was a, a Kira boy. Yeah, and uh, he won all the surf and contests in Australia through the 70s. That's right. And won yeah. the stubbies in 1977 and then uh, disappeared off the scene.
1: There's a surf uh, break out here this morning, isn't there, Kel? There's something going on out. The paddlers are going out here today. I think at uh, at uh, at um, Burleigh. But um, and how do you know about that, Mike? Are You a surfer? or Were a surfer?
10: Or uh, I was born in uh, on the Goldie. I grew up in Curl and and uh, did my apprenticeship and then went on the surf and trail and really didn't get back home.
1: Well, um, I'm here at Burley this morning. I'm Justin's Park. I'm looking out. There's a a nice little wave. It's not very big. It's a lovely, lovely shape wave, but it doesn't last very long. But, look, there's, uh, I don't know, I can 20 or 30 surfers out there on the point here. Beautiful, beautiful spot here, mate. Just beautiful. You know, it's a lovely... Yeah,
10: it's it's a great part of the world.
1: Yeah, I'll say it's, uh, it's very nice. Um, it's, right, it's a paddle out. Thank you, Kel. It's um, just letting you know that traditional surfers paddle out will be happening on Sunday at Burley Point, 9am. So you'll see a big circle formed in the ocean a, and by surfers holding hands, this will be to celebrate the life of Rick Nielsen. Rick was very well yeah. known and loved big wave surfer and shaper and father of surfer Adam Nielsen. The local Burley board riders will be helping out... Uh, there you go, and they've got a local MP, Karen Andrews, speaking at 9:30. Says Angela, so that's the, that's the deal, Mike. Mike, i see you in Port Hedland sometime. Okay? Yeah. Good on you, Macca. Take care, mate. Yeah. Good on you. Michael's in Darwin. Morning, Michael.
11: Morning, Macca. Beautiful what? weather up here. I've been asked to do a weather report. First of all. Yeah. Uh, it's 32. Surprise, surprise. Already. <laughs>
1: Could be 32 it's actually now. About
11: 30 now. Yeah. yeah.
1: It uh, gets down to, what, about 20 o- overnight? And, yeah, about 20, yep. Uh, Michael, tell me uh, your
11: story. What are you doing in Darwin? What's happening? Um, we're running a jazz and arts festival next weekend. We've mm-hmm. got Vince Jones coming up from down south, Michael Lunig, the um, artist, poet, cartoonist, yeah. um, and a whole range of other artists.
1: For the Darwin Jazz and Arts Mu- and Music Festival, yeah, yeah,
11: yeah. And what's That's your? A, and I know that a lot of your listeners um, drive up this way hmm. um, to get away from the cold this this time of year. So I thought I'd let you know.
1: That's what we do in Australia, don't we? We escape the cold. It's like well,
11: <laughs> there's, there's a like, mass it's exodus. Like, from yeah,
1: it's, down like, south. it's like the migration of the buffalo or the wildebeest or whatever. <laughs> all, we all head north. Uh, I should yeah. th- yeah, I should play Graham Connors "Little Further North Each Year" song. Uh, so, Michael, what's your relationship to the uh, Jazz and Arts Festival?
11: Um, oh, I'm a double bass player, and mm. I've been playing for years. But um, we've got one here. running Michael. a festival. We've got another Sorry? one here, Michael. We've got one here, Michael Vidal's here. He's bass player. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, local to that area, eh?
1: Uh, no, he's from he's from well, he's from all over. Anyway, go on. You're a
11: bass player and. And uh, Yeah, double bass player, mm-hmm. and um, I thought we don't have anything like this up here, and a lot of people now go to festivals for young people, and I thought I'd do something for people who are actually older and in a different mode in life and don't want to go and listen to all and, pop and, music and, and self-indulgence stuff. And people who
1: actually like music.
11: <laughs> totally, it's all live. <laughs>
1: yeah, yep. well, it's music and music, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's pretty hard sometimes when you hear stuff. I hear songs, um, rap songs and stuff, and I suppose if I was young, I'd be embracing it, but um, I suppose it's what you're used to and what you grow up with, isn't it with musically and like the double bass? Yeah. I love the double bass. I think it's a wonderful instrument.
11: Me too, my favorite.:
1: <laughs> So so yeah,
11: a whole range of artists coming up Mac are um, from here and overseas. Um, for next Saturday. There's a beautiful singer-songwriter-poet called Archer playing with the string quartet. I don't mm. know if you've ever heard of Archer, but he's an amazing storyteller. All right.
1: And so that starts next weekend in Darwin? Yep, next, next Saturday. And how long have you lived in Darwin, Michael?
11: Uh, 25 years. Uh-huh.
1: And it's I used to go
11: and watch Vince in Melbourne, actually, a long time ago.
1: Trumpet player and, and vocalist. Um, and Darwin... See, I haven't been to Darwin... What, 2012, I think, or 13 or 14, we were there. Um, But that's a long time. But it's changed a lot in 25 years, I'd say. Huge.
11: It's actually developed into a a different kind of city now. It's kind of quite sophisticated in some ways, but it's still got the old Darwin feel to it as well.
1: Well, that's good, because that was important, wasn't it? The Hotel Darwin, which they pulled down. What a shame. But anyway. um, It was a shame. Yep. we We need our old buildings just like we need our... Yeah, everything. All right. Good on you, Michael. Good luck with the Darwin Jazz Festival, and that's on all over Darwin?
11: Next Saturday, yeah. Darwin Entertainment Centre, actually. All right. Good on you, Michael. Nice to talk to you. Thanks, Macca.
12: Well, I love it.
1: Keep your back to people, because you're not allowed to see his face, because he's a dentist. Remember that ad on the TV?
13: it's greg Dugat. how are you greg i'm good thanks Macca. good to see you how's the dental health of the world oh very very good yeah. very good yes yeah no we're still uh drilling filling and billing <laughs> not in that order it's billing <laughs> filling and drilling i think oh, yeah. obviously you haven't been to the dentist for no. a while <laughs> no, i'm going i'm You're going good. yeah you've always been going
1: so you, be, you work all over the place, don't you?
13: Uh, no, based here in the Gold Coast for the last 26 years, 27 years. Didn't you ring me from Broome or somewhere? Or? Uh, no, I ring you from all over the place, Macca, but uh, uh, I've started my career in the Army and uh, Jimmy and um, the two uh, ex-Army ex-ar- boys that were here...
1: Jimmy, Cosgrove, Jimmy yeah, Cosgrove and John. Yeah,
13: I think Jimmy, I knew him at Woodside in, uh, in South, in Woodside in South Australia when I did my first three years in the Army and... Uh, that was 77, I think I was there, and um, there was a lot of uh, the Vietnam boys, 3R and 16 Air Defence, came back. And there were a lot of sad stories that the boys would tell me because I was a dentist, so they would open up to me. I was an officer, but uh, I fought decay more than uh, battles. But, um, no, what's going to happen on August the 3rd is an amazing thing that, that John's done, and uh, I'll be there somewhere uh, remembering the boys that didn't come back... Um,
1: Uh, If people have just got up this morning, good good morning and welcome. We're in Burley Heads this morning. And what uh, Greg's referring to is um, on the... What's the date in August? The 3rd. The 3rd of August. Thursday, Thursday, the 3rd of August. They're inviting all Australians to find... go. uh, There's a website, which I can't remember at the moment, but you'll find it. Um, Go to um, uh, a uh, cemetery or a memorial where... Vietnam veterans are, are buried and maybe say a little piece or whistle the uh, last post or whatever or yeah. so, say the, recite the ode or something like that because
13: 523, is that right, I think? 520. 523, not soldiers, didn't return. I think I knew about five of my friends from the Army at Three Ra, they lost uh, brothers and three of them uh, hadn't, re- they hadn't found their bodies, but I'm sure they have now, mm. So through the work of John. And, and we're all at school...
1: Well, certainly I was at school in the 60s, and and as soon as you leave school, really you lose touch with all the kids at school mostly. You, you keep in touch with, with some, but I'm sure a lot of the kids I went to school with and high school went to went to Vietnam, and uh, some as, some as uh, in the Army, but some as national servicemen, which was a, a very divisive time in Australia, around the world really, not so much national service, but... Um, uh, the war, the whole war was, wasn't it? In some ways, and uh, uh, I think this will be a bit of a healing thing too, yeah. really.
13: Yeah, for many of them, I'm sure it will. I haven't kept in touch with too many of the ex-soldiers now, but uh, as I said, uh, it was uh, quite uh, quite a few of the blokes that I knew at uh, Three RA and 16 Air Defence. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I could talk dentistry all day with you, but uh, I think what uh, John and uh, that—that's something very. Um, uh, specific to uh, ex servicemen to, to hear that, and you know we 've got a lot of ex servicemen i ain 't gone to the ABC driving down here at four o 'clock and mind you i don 't get up at four o 'clock on a Sunday morning for many people, Mac except for you but uh, uh, isn 't that nice eh huh? <laughs> The previous uh, uh, show had a ex uh, i can 't remember his name an ex vC winner uh, was talking uh, to whoever the guy was that does the show before you. And that was, re- pardon? Keith Payne. Keith Payne. yeah, and that was very... interesting Payne VC, yeah. yeah. Yeah, very interesting story. So, uh, no, that was good. But uh, I think uh, I left the Army in 1980 and 1981 I started in private practice in Renmark in South Australia and I can remember listening to you, your very first show. Um, so, really? Yeah. So How was it? All right, pretty yeah. Good. Yeah. considering. Yeah. I think you took over Cole Munro, but uh, and that's a long, long time. I've been doing dentistry since before then, and you've been doing this show for, well, too long. Do the mass too long, yeah, yeah. Me, me too. I'm still doing dentistry, so uh, but I guess it's because we love it. And, you know, seeing you here today with all the beautiful people here, and uh, you bring joy to so many people's Sunday mornings, and uh, I, I don't think I've woken up one Sunday morning in 40-odd years without listening to you. Um, well,
1: thank you, Greg. Um, and speaking of, uh, thanks for talking, thanks for coming down. I might talk to you later.
14: My name's Wayne. Wayne from Rochester. You were in Rochester a while back, supporting us after the flood. Yeah. And my friend said, is in Burley Heads. You're in Burley Heads. Go and see him. We talk about our town. So here I am. What, do you, what, what are you doing here? few days holiday to get back into a house after living in a van since January, because our house was flooded and uh, still not fixed, and there's probably hundreds of other houses in town that are the same.
1: Did you hear, was it Carol and Lindsay last week, uh, with the Bucket Brigade, they went down to Eppelock, a token sort of gesture to say they wanted water out of the dam because a full dam holds no water, and so it rains, and you got flooded again. Yeah, I don't know if they got many people there, but
14: yeah, there was a good crowd there, and very good publicity, and um, for our town, and epilog is the issue for us. Yeah,
1: still lots of people out of out of home in uh, Rochi?
14: Loads of people stay out of a house, and um, we all support each other, and but we get a bit sick of talking about it, you know, when when we're together, because yeah. it sort of dominates your mind. Yeah. yeah.
1: A lovely morning that morning in Rochey, wasn't
14: it? Remember the Corellas? You said there's 40 people here and 400 Corellas. <laughs>
1: it was early in the morning. Well, there was thousands of, uh, I'd say the lorikeets here this morning. I'm not sure.
14: Yeah. yeah, it was a great day. And I think it was good because you got us all together and we were all supporting each other. And that was really important to us. And uh, I don't think we were paying you the full attention that you were hoping for, but it was a great day for us.
1: Yeah, it was a great day. It was great. No, we had a lovely time. People were, people were nice, but when you've had a f- flood rip through your town, it uh, alters your mindset, doesn't it?
14: It does indeed, and it's the second one for us. So uh, we don't think we can do it again. And uh, That's the thing about it. Your name is? Wayne. Wayne. What do you do, Wayne? Retired chemistry teacher. Ian? Chemistry teacher. Yeah. Favourite subject for you, was it?
1: It was. I was pretty, yeah, all right at science. I got an A, but uh, there you go. Good work. <laughs> That's about the only thing, yeah, I, I studied. But, yeah, I, I was the thing I was thinking about chemistry and physics, that when we were at school and high school, we used to play with mercury. You know, we used to get mercury and roll it along the desks and stuff. I mean, you'd never do that now, would you? But um,
14: Not really allowed, but I think I might have used mercury in many of my lessons and... <laughs>
1: It's a great, it's a great uh, substance, isn't it, to talk about, and you know uh, the um, atomic weight and all those sort of things about mercury and what it is. It's a liquid, and it's just fantastic.
14: That's fantastic, yeah. And a very dense liquid, so it was always at the bottom of the different fluids you put together in the measuring measuring cylinder. Exactly,
1: <laughs> exactly. All right. Nice to talk to you. Good on you. Thank you. Ian. Thank you. Good luck to Rochi too. Thank come, you we'll come back to rochi Yeah, we are going to come thank back. You. Yeah. All right.
14: What's your name, mate? Uh, Ken.
1: Tell me your story.
14: Uh, I'm from the Clare Valley in South Australia Mm -hmm. and up here on holidays with my partner, Kay.
1: G'day, Kay.
0: G'day, Anne.
14: Hi. I'm very well. No, we're enjoying it. We heard you were here, so we've come down.
1: How's it been so far, all right?
14: Yeah, good. Good, Good. yeah.
1: It measures
0: up. It measures
1: up. Thank you. It's not a nice thing to say, it measures up. (laughs) It's Kay, isn't it? Okay, so um, how's things in Clare? You don't grow grapes or something, do you?
14: No, no, I'm retired, but it's a good, uh, good wine area, one of the best. And uh, yeah, we enjoy it. Play bowls during the summer and come up here during the winter.
7: Okay. What's your name?
14: Graham.
1: Graham. Tell me, where are you from, Graham?
7: I live here on the coast now. I um, originally came from Sydney and did an apprenticeship with the Navy, uh, Department of the Navy, and then uh, came up here and joined the police. Spent 33 years in policing. Finished in charge of the child abuse and juvenile section, which is a little bit topical at the moment. Uh, Then we decided to downsize and go into an over 50s at uh, Highland Park. And um, like a gated community or something, uh, is it? uh, Resort. 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 Yeah. Resort for. (laughs) Sounds better, doesn't it? (laughs) Resort for old people. (laughs) And uh, we've got a caravan and uh, we take off and go all around the country and listen to Macca. Oh, there you go. And, and here we are.
1: Well, that's what somebody said to me earlier this morning. Why would you take off to go on holidays when you're here? I mean, this is like a permanent holiday.
7: Yeah, but you've got to see how rough it is for everybody
8: else.
7: it the state of origin, time. So are you a Queenslander? or uh, Born in New South Wales, but I follow Queensland. I'm an Australian, actually. Um, we're, all, we're all Australians.
1: <laughs> except at state of origin time.
7: Yes, except.
1: <laughs> it's sad, but anyway. Uh, and uh, you left the police
7: sort of... Uh, I retired, yeah. aged by it. Yeah. I've stayed as long as I could. Tough gig, tough gig, that. Well, it's worse now, but it's uh, it got too political for me. But the thing is, you have to do it, and someone's got to do it. They have,
1: yeah, but you say that blithely, but... You, someone really does have to do it, don't they? I mean, it's, it's very important.
7: They do, and uh, this morning I heard that Digger Revelle was going to be here. I had to come down and make sure that he didn't sing I fought the law and the law won.
1: <laughs> I, think, I think Digger's in hospital, actually, I've just been told. that He, yeah, he was going to come down, but uh, I spoke to him last week, but I think he's in hospital. Uh, so anyway It's about my story. All right, what's well, that? Graham, is it? Graham, yeah. yeah nice yeah. to talk to you, Graham. Thanks. Thanks. Probably Blake's listening so I know him. he work with in, in the Navy or the, hope, the police. I hope none of the crooks <laughs> are listening. Well, they might be all here. <laughs> 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 they get old too. <laughs> Good on you. Your name? Maureen. Maureen and. Sue. Sue, tell me.
0: I'm just, fr- I'm from a Mer- uh, Melbourne and um, I just love being here. And uh, I've been here for about seven years. Oh, you live here now? Yes, yes, but why wouldn't you be? Yeah. This is
8: a little Queenslander
0: here. Oh, Lindy, yeah. I'm, um, I've been on the coast for about 24 years, originally from Victoria, so, and I just love it up here. I love living here. And uh,
1: it's Lindy, is it?
15: Yeah. I'm a local. I've been here all my life, and I just love it. I love Burley Heads. I love the National Park. I love listening to you.
0: I've only been listening to you for a week, but you're pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a top spot, burly heads. Yep, love it.
1: All right, well, nice to talk to you, kids. Um, I sp- I spoke to you two before, did You're You were a teacher, is that right? No, no you're a She's You're the
7: teacher.
1: teacher.
0: Special ed teacher, yeah.
1: Special
14: ed, right.
0: You. Yeah, you
1: can do that. Well, just uh, as I wander around, just get a shot of the back of my head or something like that.
14: Oh, yeah, that's. Thank
9: <laughs> you. I have, I've got a back of head like that.
1: <laughs> uh, I, just, uh, I just got a little email here because in a couple of weeks we'll be at uh, Mount Gravatt. And Dave uh, Radford has written, he says, uh, thrilled to hear you're doing a show from Mount Gravatt Showgrounds on the 30th. That was my favourite haunt as a kid. In the 60s and 70s, it was a wonderland. Uh, You would have played there till dark hundreds of times. Rode my first bike there, played my first rugby league game, got attacked by my first magpie there. The showground had it all. There's tracks all over that hill at Mount Gravatt, perfect for exploring, plus a cave. So much adventure. It's just the best suburb, Mount Gravatt, to grow up in. We're lucky to still have the showgrounds. Council tried to sell it off for a shopping centre development back in the 70s, went all the way to the Privy Court in London. People power won the day. I'll saddle up my pushy, I suppose that's a pushbike, and hop down on the train from here in Gimby. Love uh, visiting my old suburb. Mum still lives there. See you there, says Dave Radford. Looking forward to it. Dave, we're looking forward to it. That's on the the 30th uh, of July this year. Um, Did I have to talk to this... These young girls, why, why, you're under? Yeah, why are you here?
15: Um, <laughs> our well, grandparents, yeah, our grandparents and our dads yeah. listen to you every Sunday. Yeah, we we just grew up listening to you, so we're here.
1: But you haven't grown up yet. You're only <laughs> what about 15, 16?
15: Yeah, I'm 16. So, yeah. We called them to tell you that, that we we're here, and they said that we should get onto the mic and say hello. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so you you're born here, you live.
15: Ah uh, no, we're from up in Brizzy.
1: Oh, right. So you come down here, what, for the weekends?
15: Yeah, just to come to the beach. Bit of a change. <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty
1: good. What are you doing at school?
5: Um, I'm about to graduate. I'm in year 12. Um, I'm hoping to study nursing
15: next year at uni. Uh, I'm Sorry, the- you're, what's your name? Bridie. Bridie and... Uh, I'm Matilda. Matilda. Yeah, I'm in grade 11, and I'm hoping to do something like work on a cattle station or something.
1: Ouch. That's... <laughs> Why, why, what's your background? Can you ride uh, horses and uh, ride motorbikes?
15: I can ride a motorbike. Um, but, no, I, I've ridden a horse once. Um, <laughs> but, no, we have a, had a farm. We have a farm. And, yeah, we just go out there all the time. And I just love being out there. So I was like, why not just continue that and work out on the station?
1: Well, I know young ladies like you that do that. Um, fairly dangerous. You've got to yeah. keep your wits about you working with... Wild cattle, because they're very dangerous beasts. So but generally, helicopters and motorbikes yes. and horses—all dangerous stuff. So
15: definitely.
1: But yeah, yeah very exciting and yeah, yeah a, a different lifestyle out there.
15: Definitely, yeah. yeah.
1: Not the coast. No, <laughs> no lattes. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> and all that sort of stuff and ice creams uh, and stuff. Who's no. your little friend down uh, here? This
15: is- She's our friend from hockey. We play
1: hockey. Yeah. Oh, you play hockey. Hockey's yes. big in Queensland, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I used to play hockey. Ronnie, is it? Ronnie. 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 Yeah.
15: So I just came along for the ride, just <laughs> <laughs> just a free ride to the beach. <laughs> yeah.
1: So you come down here every weekend, do you? Basically? Oh, not
15: every weekend, just yeah. when we can. We, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, it's nice to see um, you all here, and nice to meet you. And nice to meet and you
15: too. Good
1: luck with you. Ring us from wherever you are. <laughs> Newcastle waters or somewhere where you where you you'll be a ringer or something, right? Yep. Up there. Yeah. Yep. Oh, nice
4: meeting you. Yeah, you too. Good.
1: Please thank these young ladies, ladies and
16: gentlemen. There's
4: a radio
1: show G'day, this is Macca And over the years in Brisbane we've been under the Story Bridge In the Botanical Gardens, at the Ecker three times South Bank, Toowong, in Rainforest parks. But on Sunday the 30th we'll be at Mount Gravatt at the show, never been there before Come along to the Mount and say g'day to Australia I'd love to see you And if you can't be there, join me right here or on the ABC Listen app Get on with it Macca I will do uh, a couple of emails, Stephen, uh, Stephen Holt, good morning Macro, I'm listening to your program this morning from Campeche in Mexico. I can feel the mood this morning. It's wonderful. I can relate very well. I spent a lot of time at Burley when I was a kid, said Stephen. Stephen, you, you know, look, it's just fabulous here, mate, I'm just looking out. There must be 30, 40 surfers out there looking, the wave's not bad, it's just small, about a couple of feet. Um, and from Peter Murphy, he says, I love your unique program. I've always been interested in naval ships and their plaques. After hearing about the USS Canberra, the USS Canberra, the first, first uh, ship to be uh, in the U.S. Navy to be named after a foreign port, a foreign city, I Googled it, says uh, Pete, and looked at its plaque. The plaque has a kangaroo, the Southern Cross, and the motto, Can Do. How about that? We should all be very proud of that. Thanks, Steph. Um, this is Kenny Tocker, who's rung me from time to time when he used to work in <sighs> Siberia, Russia, all over the place. Yeah. Now you live here. How are you, Ken? Ken going rang last week. He's back in Australia because, you, what, you can't, you can't get back to Russia or uh, you don't want to? Or?
8: Well, uh, I would love to go back to Russia, but cannot, of course, right now because of uh, the obvious things are going on. But um, this is home now, Queensland. Um, My wife and I have lived in 13 countries. uh, I've visited 46 uh, in my working career, but nothing better than to be back in Queensland. My children, our our children live here, grandkids, so um, this is home for us originally from across the ditch and um, made it here. But our friends in Russia, (laughs) People need to understand, or I would like them to understand, that the war is not about the people. The war is about one man. And I don't want to get too political, but I think most people understand that. Um, so I enjoyed my time there. they great people. brought my PA down to the beach here, and she walked around and she said, where's all the people? Because she's so used to going to the Black Sea for their holiday and it's just so crowded she she couldn't believe what, what what we have here in this country and i think we all need to take a little time and appreciate one another and just say how good a time we have here
1: thanks. kenny Tucker, ladies and gentlemen good
8: on you kenny thanks mate. sorry i didn't bring the motorbike down but next time
1: ah uh, dear idea. what's your name sorry tommy tommy benton what's your what's your story we
17: Oh, up here from uh, victoria i have lived in new south wales all my life i heard you talking to about the brofries the other day I had My me first fight with uh, alfred Brophy at canamble oh, back in right. the 60s so
1: you were a uh, tent boxer
17: oh i was yeah but i mean i squibbed it that first uh when they called me name halfway half home i knew my old man was in the audience so i had to come back mm-hmm. and uh, did me three rounds there and then i traveled with ashton circus and all that type of thing in my life but uh, now we're travelling the Swagman Motorhome, so we've done 20 years.
1: So you ran away to join the circus, did well, you? Actually
17: I did, with Merv Ashton and Dougie Ashton, and, and uh, Anne was, the, was uh, Dougie's, Dougie's daughter, so, so I fell in love with her for a few months. <laughs>
1: well, what's life like here? Living, uh, you live at Burley? No, or? no,
17: we visit, we're up here holiday, but we had a Swagman Motorhome, mm. and uh, we had it for about 20 years, and that's what we've done, got through the Outback, I love camp and Outback. And, uh, yeah, that's what we do. But, uh, getting back to the circus days, I was in there for Merv when he was young. I ended up um, taking over because Billy Brown, who was the clown in the, in the trapeze act, uh, had a terrible fight one night and got bashed up and couldn't do it. And Merv said, get into his suit, you're in it. And I, that's how I got on to being in the, in the trapeze with uh, Merv and, and Nicky. Wow. So it was, a, it was a good life. I, I lived there you know, in the circus for a long time. And then uh, we moved on and uh, met my lovely wife in the early 70s and been there ever since. So, not to say run away from the circuses, but I mean, I end up getting out of the circuses.
1: So you're still travelling, basically. You've travelled all your life, by the sound of things.
17: Well, I have travelled all We've had a motorhome 20 years. And when Swagman, firstly, started in Australia. So we've had that. We never sold it. Now I'm in with, uh, Swagman again on rentals. So i in the movie world, yeah. So I do They Rent me homes out in the, in the uh, movie world, so with Dave Sutter. So that's where we are now. So up here now in Queensland, just have a look around. This is a great spot, isn't it? I'll say, your name again is... Tommy, Tommy Benton. Tommy.
1: Sharon. Hello, Sharon, how are you? Hi, Macca. You just follow the bed
17: sort of thing? That's what the lady said to me Yeah, right
0: yeah. That's, that's about the jewel. It's his birthday today, so we're here to see you for his birthday. Well,
17: there
8: you we go. Heard,
0: they pres-
17: we heard you talking to Fred last week, and we heard you saying you're here burly, so I said, oh, yeah, how ironic is that we booked in here from the caravan park, and here you are right here. Yeah. So it was great. We caught you in Melbourne one time, Federation Square, and you did the show down there too, many, many years ago. It's always been a pleasure to listen to you, Mac. It's, uh, we, every, every morning, Sunday morning, Sharon puts it on, wakes us up, cup of tea, and away we go.
1: Look at all the people here, Sharon and Tommy. It's lovely to meet you. Yeah, it's, a audience, you. it's
8: a
17: good audience. a good audience. I know Normie. I've done Normie for a long time. And I was at his Dubbo, Dubbo shows, and uh, following him right through, he's been, you know, done a show with him up in... A
1: national treasure, isn't he? He, he is. Like nation. you, Tommy and, on you, and Sharon. Go good to to I, I talked to this
12: bloke here. How, how are you, mate? It's lovely to meet you. I've listened to you for years. Have you, yeah, what's your name? Peter. Yep. My story? Mm-hmm. We're taking a boat from uh, Melbourne to Early Beach and we pulled into Southport yesterday and we we're sitting there having a coffee this morning and my friend Tim on board said, Mac is at Burley, quick, let's get down there. So we jumped in an Uber and got down here and here you are. I'm <laughs> being interviewed by you. <laughs> <laughs> what, um, uh, who are you sailing the boat for? Is this a, a, a hired job or is it you? Oh no, no, we, um, my brother and I built this boat over about five years, and this is its maiden voyage. So we, uh, we left Melbourne about two weeks ago, and uh, had a little bit of engine trouble in Newcastle. Spent about five or six days there, and we continued our journey a couple of days ago. Now we're in Southport, and are heading north this afternoon. And what do you do for a living? Well, I had a boat manufacturing business in Melbourne for 20 years, and I sold that about uh, 18 months ago. And uh, now I'm retired.
1: What's the, is that a big business, Are people buying boats you, you go past a marina or a, yeah, and there's boats there all the
12: time, and, but people never go out in them, they're just moored there almost. A lot of them do just sit around, but we were building trailer boats for fishermen, mm. aluminium boats, and uh, ours were sought after, they were a good tool for the job, and uh, we had about 60 staff, and um, yeah, it was a, a great journey, but I'm glad to uh, be doing other things. Mm.
1: All right, well. I'm glad you came down. It's nice to meet the people. There's so many people here and I like talking to people and I could talk to everybody here, I suppose. It's
12: lovely to meet you, Macca. Well Thank you.
1: Mike from Rotary. How are you, Mike? Hello, Macca. How are you today? Good. You've got a duck here in your lap. What's the story?
16: Well, the Rotary Club of Burley Heads is 68 years old and uh, probably about the average age of our members. But the, uh, the thing is that we've got a duck race, um, a corporate and a community duck race on the 13th of August and uh, it's $250 for a big duck and if you want to get a little duck and we've got three schools, Burley Head State School, Keninja Bar and Miami High and uh, we've got 3,000 of these, and you can buy one of those for $10. And that's really, it's a, all the fundraising we're making with that is going to the domestic violence, three groups in the community. And last year we raised $20,000, and we're trying to match that again this year.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, it's like the little rubber duckies, you know, that you, you've got in
16: your bath, of course. Um, <laughs> some are little and some are big. Where, where do you put the, where are they launched? Okay, in Telabudja Creek, down at Shilster Park, around midday on the 13th of August, and we'd love to have as many people as possible come along and enjoy a fun day down there. And uh, our Rotarians are working hard behind the scenes. We put the ducks in the in the uh, river, and we have lane ropes like for swimming. And we start the ducks off at one end, and the first duck get to the other end uh, is the winner, obviously. And uh, the first prize for the corporate race is a four thousand dollar. Um, travel voucher, and for the little duck race, it's uh, a weekend for two. Uh, weekend for eight people at uh, deep yeah. Wa- deep water.
0: Uh, I, I come from Frankston. Uh, we arrived yesterday, and we're staying for four weeks. And my husband, he always has your show on mm-hmm. in Frankston every Sunday. So it's very important. We really enjoy it.
1: It's nice, nice morning here, isn't it? I'm very surprised. Yeah. 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 So uh, you're escaping the cold, basically, are you?
0: That's right. Yeah, talk to him. He's got good ideas. <laughs>
1: so that's, is that your husband?
0: It's Eddie. Eddie.
8: How are you, Ed? I don't know who she is. <laughs> she, she follows me. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Ed? Oh, you got less from murder, don't you?
1: She said you've been married 50 years. You've, you've forgotten.
8: You've yeah. got Alzheimer's. No. So no. I, you got, I said you've got less from murder. Yeah, that's was, that was quite good today. I've, sorry? I've been, Hi, here, I've been here about oh, six, seven times now. We stay in the hotel for for a month.
1: Oh, it's, it's just nice work if you can get it, mate. No, well,
8: yes, yeah, working on it.
1: Yeah. Good on you, yeah. Got on you. Yeah. Nice to talk to you. This bloke here, which... Sorry, sorry, oh, it's Deb. How are you?
7: G'day, I'm good. I'm Phil. Phil. Yeah. Um, I'm another southern import. Um, spent most of my life in Tasmania. Moved up here five years ago with my wife. We were fortunate enough to retire early. And what did
1: you do in Tassie?
7: Uh, worked in the automotive industry. Uh, I, the automotive industry right. and ACL bearing company. Uh, and fortunately, I had an early retirement and managed to get out at 55. Um, we travelled in Australia in our caravan for 10 years, off and up this way. Fell in love with the place.
1: Bought a house or a unit or something. Yeah,
7: we've moved up here to Miami now. Love it. Perfect. Best place in Australia. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't
1: it?
6: Who owns that dog there? What's the dog's name? What's your name? That's Finn. I'm Chris. Yeah, Chris Bristow. yeah, yeah. So I'm a trainer and assessor. I work um, training aged care and disabilities out at Logan. Um, so, yeah, so, um, yeah, so we listen to you every morning. I've had farms down at Kyogle, and Mac has been on since, since the beginning, yeah, so. And what's Finn's story? Uh, Finn's a um, border collie. Um, he was uh, my son's dog right for his 13th birthday, and I've looked after him ever since. So <laughs> I, I, think he's, I think he's 11 this year, so. Yeah, yeah, so it's a normal thing with the kids. So when you say you're a trainer, tell me what you do. Well, I train uh, Certificate 3s and Certificate 4s in individual support for aged care and disabilities, and I do currently training a Certificate 3 in um, community service work. You're as all get out of it. We're flat out because I'm working at Logan. Because at the moment, my philosophy is that's where it's needed. Uh, You know, uh, why is that? Tell me. Probably about ninety-eight percent of my students are um, refugees. So they're from all over: from Uganda, from Syria, um, from um, Ukraine, everything. So uh, yeah, so I enjoy going up there three three times a week and. um, giving them a lift up in life, you know, so kick-starting them off. So. And I get 100% success rate. I say to them, the only thing that's stopping you getting jobs is your own mind because uh, uh, at the moment, of course, there's a big need for um, aged care workers and disability workers. Which...
1: Well, exactly. I mean, I, I'm, I've got personal experience with some of that and it seems to me that the people who are working in that industry are, are new arrivals in Australia. Um, people are doing the cleaning. I, I know at the ABC I've made friends with some of the cleaners because um, often they don't have very good English at all and I just we just find a way to <laughs> talk to one another. But um, if they weren't here and doing that, I shudder to think what's going to happen to disability care and aged care because they're the people who are doing it and you're, you're,
6: you're obviously training them. Yeah, yeah we're training them up and, um, yeah, so like... Uh I'd say I had a new intake last week and um, it was quite surprising because uh, a lady walk, walked in and she's from Syria and um, one of my students who wasn't supposed to be there this that week, cause we would do a rotation, we have, um, we'd teach half of the units and then we'd take a new intake in and then and so you get half the students with the old students and half new. And one lady come in and she sort of started carrying on because her classmate from Syria um, was in my previous intake and he wanted in to hand something in. So it's quite exciting to see that, you know, that they caught back up together in Logan from Syria. So, yeah, so no, it's a really uh, important thing, um, you know, to get people back and helping people who need help, you know. I'll say, your name again was? Chris, Chris Bristow and I work for Ashley Services Group, so yeah. I know Finn's
1: name because Finn's, Finn's got a tag. Good on you, Chris. Nice to talk to you, thank you. Please thank Chris and Finn, ladies and gentlemen we don't have a we don't have a lot of time um looking around here and looking at the people kit told me the story about the whale that was blown up here years 100 years ago and whale meat went everywhere um what was the other thing you had to tell me
9: well there was this thing about a crocodile there's a five metre crocodile just over the ridge it lives in the uh david flay oh yeah right yeah thought you were going to say it's loose or something. Well, it only has a chain wire fence to keep it out of Tallabudgera Creek, which flows down to the other side of the headland here. But, yeah, that, that, that was one part of the crocodile store. The other is that I worked with a fellow that had to carve 30-foot-long crocodiles for restaurants all over Australia. So there's a restaurant chain, oh, probably called Outback Jack's, And every restaurant had a 30-foot crocodile. My job was to help him carve them out of surfboard foam. And then Richard would roll around in the the two-pack polyurethane and paint them and then we put them on the back of a semi-trailer. So you'd have a semi-trailer with a 30-foot crocodile smiling at you as you go down the highway. We sent them to Perth and Darwin and Cairns and Melbourne, everywhere. It was a very strange job to have.
1: Like, you're like a surfboard shaper, but a crocodile shaper.
9: Yeah, I, I, we didn't try and ride them in the waves.
1: Nice to meet you, Finn. Thanks for coming
14: along. It's a pleasure. Yule. Yule and...
1: Jamison. Jamison. Tell me your story,
5: Yule.
14: Uh, we're on holidays from Melbourne. It's our 10-year anniversary today. Oh, right. So,
6: yeah. You got married young,
5: Jasmine? No, no, we're not married.
6: No. I'm a bit
1: slow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you <sorry> me. <laughs> You're still young, yeah.
5: Still young. Dad's a big fan, so I've been listening to you every Sunday morning with him. And yeah, he's spewing that he's not here this week. Where time. is he? He's in Victoria, All right. in Emerald, and um, he'll be here next week, so he's missed out by a week.
1: Everybody comes up here for winter. Mm. What do you do? Electrician. Uh huh. Busy? Has been, yeah. Very busy. All right, well, thanks for coming along. We've got to fly, I'll have to get going. Um, thanks for coming everybody Uh, it's been really nice, wonderful we'll have to do this more often in fact we should do it every week thank Peter Scott and Dylan and Debbie and Ewan and Nerida and Normie and Mark and Michael and the Rotary Clubs of Burley and thank you